question. What does it mean exactly to break a passage down? What are the ways to break a passage down? How many ways can you break a passage down? Are there ways to learn how to break a passage down? Well, why don't we use a three octave B flat major scale to explore and understand or try to understand the possibilities you know, try to understand how we can break a scale down, how we can transfer that into breaking a passage down. So, B flat major, three octave. That was ascending and descending. Let's let's start. First off, we can practice or break it down string, one string at a time. For example, what am I playing on the G string? Well, when you look at it, that's on the G string. Not only is it on the G string, but the pattern. You remember those mince patterns that I talk about in another video? Well, the pattern is half step, whole step, whole step. Half, whole, whole. And like I've said before, no matter what scale I play, C, D flat, it's all the same. In any event, that's the pattern, that's the G string. On the D string, Ho, ho, ho. On the A string. Why don't we do the first position first? Ho, ho, half with a shift. And then ho, ho, ho. Together. On the E string. Ho, ho, half, but with a shift there and then whole step put it all together well you see each one of those instances I can now practice at an even deeper level let's see what could I do I could I don't know how about a rhythm or I could do, I can check and see where my elbow is to be able to do this. I can look at my fingers. I, I, can, I can go very deeply into the anatomy, into the how I'm doing this just from here or just from here or here. Ooh, ooh, another thing that I could do is to figure out the shift. Well, 
let's see. Why don't I invent a way to deal with the ship? First, I need to know where it is. So three, four. Now I need to figure out how to do the shift. I could do that on the E string. All right, I figured out a way to do the shifts. What else can I do? Why don't I look at the string crossings from... Ooh, I could do... You see, looking at how I'm going from one string to the other. I can do it for here, here, there. Let's see. What else could I do? I could work on the sound. One note to a bow. I'm noticing where my point of contact is. I'm noticing what my hand is doing. I'm noticing the speed. I could do it with two. Three, four, six, eight, twelve, twenty-four notes. What else could I do? I could work on the pitch. Let's see, how am I gonna find that B flat? I could relate it to my first finger, all right? I'm in search of a tartini tone. There, you know, that third sound, that third note that sort of rings in your hair, in your head when you've gotten a double stop in tune. You see, I can go really deeply into all of these things. Figuring out where my hand, my wrist, my fingers, figuring out where everything should be. Now, once we've understood this, it's time to use our vertical learning strategies. For example, aha, using a metronome. Because now we know what to do with our fingers. We know what to do with our hands, both hands. We know what to do with our arms to make it happen. We know how to do it. Now we can work on doing it faster and building, you know, like a, like a house. We're, we're, we're a building. We're, we're building towards a goal. So with this in hand, with this information in hand, we can now apply what we've learned to passages and concertos. I don't know. Um, like in Vinyavsky, for example. The... I can practice every... I'm bringing it down just like I was breaking down the scale. So, we can do it in concertos, sonatas, and throughout our repertoire.
And with that, here's hoping that this information helps you to create even more beautiful performances in the future because you'll understand better how to break things down. Have a good day.